So hallelujah. So Lord, we thank you for this night. We thank you for who you are to us. We thank you that you loved us before time. You had a plan. We appreciate that, Lord. Help us to grow in you and learn of you and be filled with your Holy Spirit tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. And I want to continue this, this night a little bit on uh, what the pastor was sharing this morning about the Spirit of the Lord and how the Lord's Spirit can be in you and help you and lead you and give you direction in this life. And we can go right to 1 Timothy chapter, yeah, 2 Timothy, sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Can you hear me okay in the back? I'm good. Thank you. So in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, it says this, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. So these are the words of the apostle Paul to Timothy, and encouraging Timothy. And you know what, saints? The Lord's Spirit does not give us fear. It's not going to make us tower back. That's not the Lord's Spirit. It's not going to make us afraid, fearful of what men can do. This is not the Spirit of the Lord. It's not going to make us think crazy, think outside the box. It says it gives us a sound mind. A sound mind. Something that doesn't be rattled. Something that can't get shaken too easy. Something that doesn't get distracted easily. It's a sound mind. And there's power behind it. There's power. We're going to pray tonight. We're praying in the name of the Jesus, right? That spirit of Jesus, that spirit of the Holy Spirit can come into us even. And that's power behind that. We're going to pray tonight that the, the Lord's power touches those hearts tonight. Amen, saints? This is who we pray to. But, you know, I was le- looking at this today, and it struck out me. You know, I, I read these scriptures often. I read Timothy very often and to provoke myself even. But it seems like the Apostle Paul sometimes uses interesting words when he writes. And here we see something interesting. Stir up. He says, I want to stir up. It's sort of a, a unique way that Paul writes in writings of his, uh, his, the, the scriptures that he writes in the Bible. And there's this, there's this Greek word. And, and I, you know what? This afternoon I did a quick online strong concordance from the blue letter bible on this word stir up the greek word i won't say it to you but it's broken up into three parts it's a sort of a compound word there's three words sort of mixed into one and the first part of that word the primary the 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 preposition i guess you might call it of that word is is most often translated again or each the idea of stir up. The first part of that word is again or each, depending on how it's found in the word of God. The middle part of that word is, frequent, is a noun and it frequently is referenced as the word life or a living creature, life. And the last part of that, the roots of that word, the root, I guess you could call it, its meaning in Greek is fiery or a fire. And it's not really used often. In fact, my understanding according to the research I did in the, in the concordance, this is the one time that phrase is sort of used in the Bible together like this. So it's hard to get sort of a context. It's nice when you're studying the Word of God to, 
where does this word use, where is this word, and, and have a context about how that word, what that word means, and how the author is trying to make that word to speak to us through the Holy Spirit. But this is only used once, so it can be sort of challenging to sort of, uh, I guess, uh, coin a definition on it, I guess you would say. But you know what? I did my best. I did my best. And here's what I sort of came up with. Paul is sort of telling, he was sort of saying this to Timothy in a way. Something like this. He's implying the following. Timothy, bring the fire alive again. Timothy, the fire you had, bring it alive again. All right, or maybe another way to say it, you know, like I said, that the, the preposition of that word meant each. Maybe, he, maybe it was in this way that he said it. Make each fire alive. Make each fire alive. Paul was em- emphasizing the multiplicity of the gifts that Timothy might have, right? Each of those fires, not one, not two, not three, all. All, all the gifts, all the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives, all of them, all the gifts that the Lord maybe gave you, your talents, you might say, the gifts that the Lord gave you, whatever it may be, all of them the Lord gave you, stir it up, bring it alive again, let it bubble forth in you, let it start to emanate out of you, show it. Timothy, I want you to show the gifts that were in you, let them come out. Paul was stressing to Timothy here that he needs to use these gifts. And saints, it's an ongoing process. The stir it up means you're going to have to keep doing it. You're going to have to remind yourself. You're going to have to keep pushing forward. It's not something we do once and we're set for life. It's a continually prodding, right? Timothy, you cannot stop stirring it up. What an encourager Paul was to a young pastor. Timothy, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep stirring. Keep stirring. Keep having that fire burn. Not one fire, all the fires, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Let them all burn in you. Let the fire be in you. Stoke it. Work at it. You know, I often have a campfire at camp. I start a fire at camp. You know, and it gets late at night. You know what happens to that fire? What happens? It starts to die. You know what happens as the fire starts to die? People start to complain. (laughs) Oh, this fire's lame. Who's in charge of this fire? I'm so cold, we have to move our chair. I don't want to move my chair right now. I just want to sit and relax. You can't see things. Where are the marshmallows? I can't see them. If the fire was brighter, I could see the marshmallows. (laughs) And of course, they all look at Ben. It's your fire. What's your problem? Right? This is what happens as the fire goes dim, hearts, bodies grow cold, people start leaving, it gets quiet, it gets lonely, and the fire just slowly, what will happen to the fire if it's not stoked? It goes out. And guess what? A fire that goes out is hard to start up again. It's hard to start up again. A fire that goes cold it's hard to promote growth and back, get the flames going again. But you know what, Tim, what Paul said to Timothy? Don't let that happen to you. You have to get up, Timothy. You have to stand up. 
You have to get up from your comfortable chair where your feet are warm and your hands are warm and you have to take a stick and you have to move logs. You have to flip logs over. You have to take more wood and put it back on there. You have to understand where the wood is to get to put it on there, right? This is what Paul was encouraging Timothy. It's a process. It takes effort. It's something you have to work at. Get the flame burning bright again. Saints, that's what the Lord wants of us. Stir up the gifts that are in you. When's the last time the gifts were stirred up? The gifts were stirred up in you. Are you burning bright? Is the fire burning in you? Do you feel the heat of the Holy Ghost on you? Is your chest heavy, fired up for the Lord and His will for your life and what you can do in Him? Amen, saints. Paul did not want Timothy to stop. He did not want Timothy to get comfortable. Timothy, you can't stop. Bring the fire alive again. Make it alive again. God must have given Timothy special gifts and leadership. Paul ordained Timothy. He laid hands on him. And I want to encourage the infilling of the Holy Spirit in our church tonight. The infilling of the Holy Spirit in our church tonight. The Holy Spirit is a gift given to each believer. You have it in you. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is with you. And it can burn bright in you. It can burn bright. You can be lit with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that great? Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Paul prayed. You know, it says he laid hands on Timothy. What do you do when you lay hands on someone? You pray. How can the gifts be stirred up? How can the fire be lit up again? Through prayer. Through prayer. Look what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6. You can turn there quick. Are you stirred to provoke the Holy Spirit in you tonight? Provoke the fire in you? To be stirred by the, the fire of the Lord? In John chapter 14, verse 16, I'm sorry if I said 6, but verse 16, this is Jesus speaking, and he says this, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Saints, did you hear that? The Lord will give us a fire, the Holy Spirit, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be known by you, not by the world. It's going to be known by you, and he will be in you. Saints, this is, Jesus said, I'll ask the Father. I'll pray to the Father that this happens. Saints, if we want that gift fired up in us and stirred up in us, we can do the same thing Jesus did. Pray. Ask the Lord, Lord, stir up your Holy Spirit within me. Let my fire burn bright for you. It's been a while, Lord, since the infilling of the Holy Spirit came on me. I want to have it. I want to I know you're with me. I want to feel your presence with me. And what's the purpose? We learned this morning a purpose. To search a house. To search and find souls. Right? That's a purpose. To flee sin. To understand the scriptures. To be a good brother or sister in the Lord. To be a good child to your parents. This is all what the Holy Spirit will start to burn in you. It starts to burn bright in you. And what does it do? It gives the life of Jesus. 
Just like that campfire as it burns bright gives off heat and gives off light to the surrounding area, when the fire of Jesus burns bright in you, it does the same. Jesus begins to emanate out of you. And you become different. How many people have said when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came in them at salvation, you look like you're glowing. This is what the Lord does. He makes you glow. He gives you purpose. He gives you direction. He starts to help the gifts that he has created in you to come alive. You may say, well, Brother Ben, I wonder what the gifts are that I have for the Lord. Well, ask. Pray. Seek. What does the Lord have for you? Seek the Lord. Ask him what he has for you. The fire can burn bright in you. Paul's first letter to Timothy, you know, it implied, if you read that first letter, it implied that the fire might have been growing weak. Maybe through difficulty, discouragement, doubt. All these things can attack anybody. It seemed like maybe they were attacking Timothy on some level. Apathy, pessimism, worry, or lack of confidence can spin into sort of an out-of-control airplane. Before you know it, you lack power, you lack motivation. The Holy Spirit doesn't seem to be leading you or directing you, all because you're losing focus of what your purpose is. Paul did not want Timothy to continue down that path. Stir it up, Timothy. Wake up. It was a wake-up call for Timothy. Whatever the cause that makes us not interested in stirring up the gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives, whatever the result, whatever, I'm sorry, whatever the cause, the result is always the same. If we don't stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit, it can go out. The result's the same. It's the same for the fire at Living Word Camp. If you don't stir up the fire at Living Word Camp, the fire goes out. If you don't stir up the Holy Spirit within you, saints, the fire can go out. We don't want that. We need the fire to lead and guide us, right, saints? It says we can quench the Spirit in 1 Thessalonians 5.19, but Paul wrote to that church, what did he say in 1 Thessalonians 5.19? He reminded them, be careful, do not quench the Spirit. Do not let the fire go out. Do not let your fire go out. If this was done, they may no longer sense his leading. Where to go, amen? We see in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, we can grieve the Spirit. Paul wrote to the Ephesians, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. We don't want to let the fire go out, saints. Look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look at all they can do. It's amazing if you start reading Corinthians and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and start meditating on them and seeing where their tentacles sort of go, where their roots go, it's amazing what they can cover, how much ground they can cover. They can do a lot in our lives. They can do a lot for our community. I want to encourage tonight as we pray that we pray that the Lord stirs up the Holy Spirit in our hearts. I'm going to say, if you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, come, come up. Come up. We'll lay hands on you. I'll lay hands on you. We'll pray that the Lord fills you up with the Holy Spirit. This is what the Lord wants out of his church. This is what the Lord wants out of his people, that they have the fire of the Lord burning bright. Saints, it's, our, it's God's desire. He said, I am not going to leave you alone. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. If we don't use the Holy Spirit, we don't want to know what can happen. It's my encouragement tonight. That's a simple word I have. We must stir up the gifts that the Lord has put in us. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts that the Lord has given you to use 
in his kingdom? Are they being used? Are they stirred up? Are you on fire for the Lord? Are you burning bright for the Lord? If you're not, we have an opportunity tonight. How merciful is our God? Giving us an opportunity tonight to get filled with the Holy Spirit. So I wanna, I'm going to stop there. Let's pray. We'll worship the Lord. We can pray together. You can put your arms around each other. You can cry out to Jesus. If you need an infilling of the Holy Spirit, come on right up here. I want to pray with you. I'll pray with you. If you haven't spoken in tongues, if the Holy Spirit hasn't come into your heart in that way, come on, we'll come and pray with you. And you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and your fire will burn bright and the Lord's direction will lead you. So let's not wait any longer. Respond to the Lord and he will meet you. Hallelujah. It's okay to cry out to him. It's okay to lift your hands and worship him. Ask for his Holy Spirit.